Hello, lovelies, and welcome back to Listen Closely. I am your host, Bobby, and joining me this week is my husband, John. Hey, everybody. And we've got one coming straight from Orange, Texas today, but before we get into that, I want to real quickly mention or have you mention the Halls of Horror because we thought they were done, but they are not. They are not. So Halls of Horror, mark your calendars if you're in this area or even if you're not, I guess, for December the 11th. Uh, It's going to start at 7 p.m. and go till there's no more line. It's going to be called Deck the Halls. It is going to be a Christmas-themed Halls of Horror. So a lot of the... You know, um, nostalgic Christmas characters that you, you know, you know of, you'll see them, but it's going to be in a scarier fashion. So come down to 185 East Avenue H in downtown Silsby, Texas to the Halls of Horror on December 11th and come check them out. So, like, I know there's not that many Christmas, like, scary things. I know of, like, Krampus. Right. I don't know if he's going to incorporate like some of the more not scary, scary. So from what I understand, he's going to take some normal stuff that, you know, you would see during Christmas and put a horrific like, spin on it. Okay. So like, you yeah. know, a man eating gingerbread or something. Which, you know, like you'll have, of course, like, like you said, you'll probably have Krampus. You'll probably have the Grinch, um, the more scarier Grinch. Um, oh, yeah, like I'm thinking like more yeah, Bigfoot Grinch. Right. The Abominable Snowman, possibly. People like that. The 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 bad guys, I guess, as it was in some of these movies. Okay. Um, but you also have, like, for example, you might see some elves, but in a scarier fashion. You know, same the same concept with taking clowns and making them scary. Okay. Um, but, yeah, we're excited. Uh, he, I know he's excited. Um, this is the first year he's doing this. So and it's a one night only? One night only. Okay. And he dropped the price. So $10 gets you in the door. Okay. If you want to do VIP tickets and skip the line, it's only $15. So y'all come check it out, man. You know, you and a date, you and a, you and a date, it's 20 bu- it's a $20 bill. It's not bad to just yeah. go and hang out. Get your scare on. Yeah. While being in the Christmas spirit. Right. <laughs> All right, so that sounds like that's going to be pretty fun i'm pretty excited because we all know that i like scary stuff i mean that's why i'm doing what i'm doing going back to orange so i told you that we are doing one in orange texas and you know i just real quickly wanted to look up just some brief history of orange just because i was like okay like i'm talking about a city that's not that far that i really don't know that much about shockingly like i know orange is fruit city I mean, that's just what we've always called it, thanks to a radio show. Yeah, Fruit City. And that's about it. So, like, I just real quickly doing, like, a brief history thing on Wikipedia, which, if you ask teachers, don't use Wikipedia. At least that was back in our day. We couldn't use Wikipedia. But according to Wikipedia, it was actually first called Madison Mm -hmm. in honor of James Madison. But because Madisonville is not too terribly far, you know. not, Not far at all. It got really confusing as post office and workers and stuff. Right. So they actually changed the name to Orange in 1858. I did not know that. Yeah, so that's something kind of cool that I did not know. And then, you know, we all know the Port of Orange in this area. Right. My grandfather worked for it. Right. And Orange is like literally right there off the water. Right. Which is where our story is actually going to come from. But in 1914... They actually dredged the Port of Orange to accommodate larger ships. Right. And that's how uh, they actually largely contributed to the growth in economy and population there because they were starting to build ships for World War I. And 
it housed because of the larger ships it housed one of the largest shipyards in, on, in the gulf of mexico yeah so i mean that's just some cool history that like i didn't know i mean it makes sense and i knew that they built ships there mm-hmm. but like i didn't i didn't know all like to what extent so i figured i'd want to share just a little bit of history i mean I, i'm already bending your ear on some spooky stuff so why not bend it on some history and there you go. get some good stuff out of it but our story or stories because there's multiple right. versions of this takes place in Orange, Texas, and actually down a road called Childers Road. Okay. It is going towards one of these shipyards. Hmm. So it's like, if you look on a map, which I will actually pull up for you, you can kind of see it's, the map says South Childers Street. Okay. But, I mean, I don't see a north, so it's it's just that one street. And this road has a local legend on it. Right. And I believe Weaver Shipyard is like further down or was further down. I believe it's not there or they didn't, they're not called that anymore. But Weaver Shipyard was down there, which will play into it just a little bit because it's like if you're going down towards that shipyard is where this thing occurs. I pulled up the map so that way you can kind of see like where it is in orange. Like, do you see what I'm talking about? Like it kind of has like a little peninsula thing. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that road, according to locals, is called Blood Road, and it also might be called Murder Road. Oh, wow. And I brought up the history because one of the first legends dates back to the 1800s when John Lafitte landed in the area. Okay. Now, we all know that he, or some of us know, I guess, I guess not everybody knows this. Yeah. But uh, John Lafitte was, you know, the, the pirate, famous guy who did a whole lot of stuff. He traveled the Gulf you know, from tip to right. tip. I mean, Pirate he was Captain everywhere. of the Gulf of Mexico. Right. So he did land in the Orange area. He actually has a house in Galveston, which I plan right. to cover at some point. And there's a lot more local stories on him that I need to cover. But according to this legend, he landed in Orange or in the area and was attacked by Indians. And while his attackers attempted to overtake him, the clever pirate got away. And he ended up uh, killing all of them, tied them to a horse, and dragged them by their heels. Wow. Uh, and that's, that's a, back in those days, that was a normal way to torture somebody. That like, into, you, you heard of a lot of those horse draggings. That and to also be like, hey, don't mess with me because this will be your fate. Right. Like, this is your warning right here. Look at what I just did. Which is also amazing because he... Uh, if you know anything about Lafitte, he was known not to have a lot of crew members with him. Which, if you're being attacked by multiple Indians, you've got to be a pretty good swordsman or, or whatever to... I mean, but there was also guns. Right, but they didn't use guns a lot when they were... Pirates didn't use weaponry like that a lot. They still believed in swordsmanship. Yeah, but I mean, if a, if a native is coming at me, I'm going to use a gun. Uh, I guess that's true, yeah. I mean, if I don't know the area, I'm going to use the thing that would help me and has an advantage over it. I'm not saying to use guns. I'm, I mean, not, yeah. not towards anybody else. But I'm saying, like, back in that day, if I was a pirate and I was on uncharted land and I knew that there were some inhabitants of that land that obviously doesn't want me there or could be aggressive towards me, and I know that they don't have guns, guess what I'm going to use? Right. I'm going to use guns. But anyway, so, yeah, he killed them, tied them to the horse and dragged them by their heels, and the blood from the wounds can still be seen, supposedly, on this road to this day, Hmm. which is the local legend, is that's why it got called Blood Road, because if you go down that road, 
you can see the blood of those Indians. But that is not the only story. So another story said that there were two drunk sailors who ended up getting into a fight and were drugged behind a car. Blood left down the middle of the road that can be seen on a full moon by those sailors is why it got called Blood Road. Mm. Now, all these stories, it is that while you're driving toward the water or like toward that, that tip that we saw, that usually you don't really see that much. But apparently when you're coming back is when you see the red streaks down the exact middle of the road. So I think we're going to have to take a trip to Orange to go see this because I don't necessarily believe this one. That that's that's hard. That's one of those that you're just like, really? Like the blood, you know, after over a hundred years, the blood can still be seen. Like So the ones that believe on the Lafayette one is because obviously the Indians did practice their folk magic and they Correct. believe that they had cursed the land and that's why you still see the blood. Right. As far as the two drunk sailors, there's not really a reason like they're they weren't, you know, witches or warlocks right. or anything like and that. And I think that's my thing. I think the, the whole Indian, you know, Indian curse part would be more believable than the two drunk sailors that, you know, because at least there's some reasoning behind why you would still be seeing the blood. Right. Like, but... But, but the drunk sailors is why it is also known as Murder Road. Right. And that one was when you're going down Weaver Shipyard, which I believe was there at one point. But yes. Um, I don't think it's there anymore. It is still a shipyard, mm-hmm. but it's called another name now. Right. But that's not the only story. There's a third, There's a third. possibility. The third possibility is that 18 couple was parked, you know, doing a little parking. Like a little lover's lane type thing? Right, okay. exactly. All right. And they had been attacked, and they had been tied up to a bumper and drugged behind a car until the bodies were absolutely destroyed. And that's why it's called Blood Road. I and mean, so that... That one, the uh, person that I received that from, they said that they're not too sure on it. They couldn't find any articles on anything of that happening. I couldn't either. Right. So they think maybe it was like, you know, parents kind of told that story to basically say, hey, don't go park. Right. I mean, that's one of the things that you scare yeah, I mean, kids with. You know, it, that, that makes sense. Like, hey, because that area is, you know, I would say it's. It's probably it's probably had its problems in the past. At that time, it probably wasn't safe to go down there, you know, just by yourselves and stuff like that. So I could understand why parents would tell their children that. Well, yeah, I mean, if you look into like the Texarkana where the people were parked, you look yeah. into, you know, even in California where the Zodiac was, right. you know, like being parked, it wasn't like a good thing. Yeah, like, it seemed like it was more common for them to get attacked. Right. I'm not saying that's where it came from because I don't know, but that was just one story. And it wasn't just one person that said that. There were actually others that were like, yeah, I actually heard that exact story. Right. So it wasn't just a one person heard it from their mom and that was it. Right. Like yeah. it was a multiple people. I got you. What do you think it could actually be? Because you said that you don't believe it's the two sailors nor the couple, I don't believe. So... Before I tell you what, I have some questions. So people have legitimately seen this, these markings coming from up from the road? Yes. Or? So what it is, is there's actually no video that I could find or anything okay. on it. But what it is, is if you're going down that road, it's almost like it starts to seep out of the ground and comes from the ground itself. The only thing I could think, if if this is indeed true, and I will tell you this. So obviously you were in a bay 
a marina type thing that has a lot of had a lot of ships in it at one time. Right. Well, one of the things and people don't seem to realize is that this is a shipbuilding site, which means there was a lot of oil and a lot of loose filament and stuff like that that was all around. So I personally believe that maybe there's if you're putting pressure on the road. There's might might be some remnants of some old oil or stuff that's underneath that ground that's pushing up through you know the dirt or something like that. I don't know, but I, I just don't. I don't know. That's that's weird. Like, or it could be the curse of Indians. It could be. I mean, I'm not saying it's not, but uh, that one's just you know I, I've never doubted anything spiritual or you know anything like that like and and i've even told you i've seen ghosts myself like i believe in the in the unknown and the in the peculiar like that but i mean i'm not i guess it it could it's not impossible for it to be a indian's curse right so obviously the believers do believe that it is blood and it you know just eerily seeps up through the ground and covers the roadway yeah as, you know, reminder of what happened in the past, whether it be any of the three stories. Skeptics actually go along with you. They believe that it is some kind of chemical or yeah. oil or some kind of residue that has been left behind. And that is what's actually seeping up because it doesn't happen like every full moon. Right. It doesn't happen every time somebody goes down there. It's just kind of like a hit and miss, kind of like Bragg Road. Right. Like not everybody sees that light. Not everybody sees this blood. Right. So, but there are plenty of people that do say, yes, something weird is going on down there. And it's not just blood road. Like as far as the blood being actually on the road, some people have said that it's just a really creepy, eerie place. Yeah. So, and I don't know if it could be actually haunted by the Indians, like the actual ghosts themselves or the part couple or the sailors. I mean, I don't really know per se. People have gone down there plenty of times. The residents talk about it all the time, you know, saying, hey, you remember when? Yeah, we used to go down there when we were kids, you know. I mean, and you hear it throughout history. You know, we have, there's several times where, you know, especially with um, with the hauntings of Indian tribes and stuff like that. Uh, you hear about people building stuff on Indian burial grounds and being haunted and poltergeist, you know, stuff like that. So it's definitely one of those things where Indians don't really like their land messed with. Um, here. Yeah. <laughs> so I-, I could see it. Yeah. That's that's just what we got right now for Orange. There is a lot of history in mm-hmm. Orange, actually, that I'm going to have to cover. Going back to the pirate. I mean, there's a lot of local legends over there. They are just they're just rich in it. I mean, this whole area has yeah. so much that, you know, I'm trying to figure out how I want to cover it and what timeline I want to cover it on. Like, even going back to Galveston that I had covered, yeah. Galveston has so much more that I have not even touched. Yeah, you haven't even scratched the surface of Galveston. Like, I told, what, two stories? Yeah. Two or three, something like that. Yeah, because yeah. I told the um, the orphans. Right, the orphans. And I told the Bishop's Palace. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's only two Two of probably thousands. Oh, yeah. Like, the, it's, <laughs> it's not just Galveston. It's not just Orange. Yeah. I mean, even our little town still has mm-hmm. so much history. And I'm going to actually be focusing on some of the history, like the forgotten history portion of it. Right. So you may hear me talk more about history in the coming season versus, like, just scary stories or just true crimes. Because I do want to, you know, feature this area 
because a lot of people don't know of the history around here. Right. So I just want to, I want to bring forth those stories more as well as my spooky stuff, as well as my true crimes, you know, as well as Bigfoots or aliens. Like I want to bring all of it to you. Right. So if you like history, I do recommend to keep listening on for all that to come. But until then, do you have anything else? I think that's it. Y'all make sure December 11th, y'all come down to Halls of Horror. 185 East Avenue H in downtown Silsby, Texas. Get your scare on. Absolutely. Your Christmas scare on. Deck the halls. And always remember to listen closely.